Hi, this is Bill Brown of the Houston Astros. This is Sunday Strohs, a podcast brought to you each and every Sunday covering all the week's action and news. If it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. Hi all, this is it. Welcome to Sunday Strohs, the first episode, the debut episode of this amazing project. It's going to be unique, it's going to be different. Um, you know, this is what it's all about, bridging that gap, and we're going to do that. We're going to bridge the UK to the US, we're going to try and cover everything Astros and everything Houston as best we can. And the main thing is, I just hope you all enjoy it. Um... You know, we've been at this a while now. It's took a lot of planning, time differences, things like that. But the main thing is that it's entertaining, it's fun. Um, We're going to all try and come together on this and keep things positive. And basically, I hope you all enjoy. But it's time to go to my good friend, Rob. How are you, Rob? I'm doing good, buddy. I'm ready to get going. Uh, we've got the artwork, like you said, and as everybody heard, we got Bill Brown to do the intro. So uh, I don't know, man. We I thought maybe we'd do the first episode last week, but now that we've uh, waited like a week and a half after the debut, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of nervous, ready to go. Ancy, how are you feeling about this, buddy? That's the same thing, you know, Rob. I mean, this is a this is a, it's something different. It's something unique. And I'll be honest with you, like I know we've talked about this before anyway, but I mean, I've wanted to do this for a long time. I mean, it's just such a nice idea and a unique idea to link up with someone in in America and the state of Texas. You know, it's just a great idea. So I'm like you, you know, it's a, it's something different. But um you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. You know, this is the first one of of many. Yeah, we're I'm going all out on this. I'm giving you everything I have. <laughs> uh, we started the uh, Twitter page Sunday Strohs. We have Sunday Strohs at Yahoo.com. The email if anyone wants to get a hold of us, uh, posting things, making the logo, getting the intro, everything. I'm all in Sunday Strohs every Sunday. Me and Stevie Proud. You know, it looks awesome as well. I mean, I know I, I don't know who your contact was for that uh, logo that we've got going on, but that is that is awesome. I'm really happy with that. And that's got some good feedback. So, you know, massive uh, respect to the designer of that and also the people who've actually liked it and had such positive feedback about it. So it's just really nice to hear, you know, just getting that support, you know. Yeah, the uh, the first logo, for some reason, I had a full gray beard. And, I, <laughs> and then we both noticed that the flags were kind of hidden. And she yeah. also put them on the wrong side, like I was the British guy. <laughs> but the way she finished it, like they're above us, the wind's blowing through them. I think oh. it's perfect. I think it's perfect. Well, it's, you know, spot, it's... your picture is spot on. 
Spot I on. think what's hilarious is it's made me look 12 years younger. <laughs> <laughs> but it is great. I mean, it's really good. So, you know, um, yeah, I mean, here we go. This is it. First episode. It's like I say, it's, uh, it's going to be an absolute pleasure. And I'm really excited. Yep. Me too, buddy. So we chose to do this together and we chose to do it on Sundays because it's just the easiest day for us to get together. And so the name Sunday Strohs just happened. It just happened. It sounds great. We got the logo. We're ready to go. And you have picked the first topic that we're going to talk about on the first week. I have. And I know it's a hotbed. I know it gets people a bit fired up. Um, But, you know, I had to go with it. The Astrodome, what next? You know, with the history of the Astrodome has been done, you know, people from Houston, Houstonians, and anyone who's a fan of the Astros and any of the events that are covered there by various teams over the, over the times will know, you know. So I thought, you know, something that's always intrigued me is what next? Um, I'm fascinated by the Astrodome. I am absolutely fascinated. You know, it shows my age. I never, I never attended a game, obviously, um, at the Astrodome, not only because I was here, but I was too young. So all I really have is people's memories of it, um, you know, books, various sources on the internet. Obviously, Mike Costa is an absolute genius with all that. Um, but, you know, I thought, what better place to start than the future of the Astrodome? You know, I know it's a hot topic, but I just want to know. I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about Houston. I'm passionate about the Astrodome. And I thought, I just want to know. I mean, I'm obsessed with the history of it anyway. But, you know, why not start there? What next? You know. So when you came to uh, Houston, you didn't go by and look at it? Oh, for sure. It it was on my list. I, I did. I've got some pictures somewhere. I've probably never posted them, but... I walked around the whole, you know, circumference of it. I walked all the way around. And, oh, my God, I was there for hours. There was people staring at me like, what are you doing? You know, construction workers and people cleaning the place out and stuff. And I just took my time with it. You know, there was some great little monuments to some of the rodeo guys there, some of the livestock guys there, and some nice little historic plaques that I looked at. And, yeah, I had to go. I mean, I had to go. Um, it's just something that's just so high on my list. I mean, there was a comment on Twitter, actually, uh, when we put this question out that we'll lead on to next. But um, they said, you know, I can't imagine anyone flying out to come and see this thing. I was like, I did. <laughs> you know, I did. So, you know, a question I've got for you, actually, Rob, is did you ever attend the Astrodome? The first ever Major League Baseball game that I went to was at the Astrodome, actually. Wow. I saw the Astros play the Cubs. Wow. I I believe that was 1996. I don't know how old you were in 96, but that was my first game. Uh, They played the Cubs, and to be honest, I actually went to see the Cubs. I wasn't an Astro fan at the time, but, Mm. you know, seeing seeing the Dome on TV... And the memory I have mostly is from being a kid and seeing it on the Bad News Bears. 
because the Bad News Bears got to play the Houston Toros at the Astrodome. And I just remember they could see the dome through the window of their hotel room, or at least one of them. And it was just this mystique. It was just this amazing eighth wonder of the world. And I remember when I finally went to the game and you pull up to it and you're like, there it is. I mean, that is the Astrodome. So I, I'll never forget it. It was an amazing game. And uh, that's kind of how I felt when I went to Boston and I saw Fenway Park. Like it was just like seeing a ghost or something. It just, I don't mm. know, it just blows you away to see something. And I'm pretty sure that's how you felt when you saw it. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just took it all in, and it, and it honestly, I don't, I don't, uh, don't say this lightly, you know, Steph. I was because, yeah, it was just so impressive, and just to think, you know, I just really, really wanted to just peek in through one of the doors just to see the inside, and I know it wouldn't have been what I pictured and what I've seen, but I just wanted to see it. And I think, you know, I think that's why people, people probably don't understand, but it's just like, you know, I've got such a desire for it. It, it fascinates me, absolutely fascinates me. And, you know, I, it's such a credit to, to Houston, you know, and I just think, you know, it's a really important subject to me and I'm all the way out here. But yeah. I genuinely care. I genuinely care for for it. And I want to see it, you know, I want to see something good happen with it myself personally, you know. Um, and I think that's just, just why it's an interesting topic. I mean, you're very lucky to have been, Rob. That's all I can say. Very lucky. Yeah. So a few years ago, me and my wife went to a football game at the NRG Stadium where the Texans play. And the Astrodome is right next to it. And so what amazed me so much is that the Astrodome was so huge. And next to that football stadium, it looked small. Mm. Mm. It's true. It's true. Yeah. That was the, that was the thing I noticed coming down the highway there. I was just like, yeah, this is, you know, it's just almost like, I don't know, not what you, not what you expect. Strange. Really strange. It's almost like an illusion, you know. Uh, so the cool, the cool thing about the Astrodome, some people may be saying, you know, why are you talking about the Astrodome or whatever? But the Astrodome is actually the birth of the Astros. I mean, they were the yeah. Colt 45s, and the only reason that they're the Astros is because they built the Astrodome. If they would have mm. just a regular stadium, they could probably still be the Colt 45s. Well, this is the thing, you know, it, 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 it's, you know, like, you know, it opened in 1965 and it served the Astros from 65 to 99. And then you've got the Oilers who were served from 68 to 96. You've got all the livestock and rodeos, concerts and all these sporting events. And that's history alone. Before we even get into the details that everybody knows and why it's called the eighth wonder of the world. I mean... Wow, you know, it's it's a huge, huge thing. It really is. It's historic. It really is. And that's why, to me, the subject will never get boring. It will never get old because history isn't boring. Um, that is history. The Astrodome is history. It's brilliant. Phenomenal, really. I think some people that live in Houston may take the Astrodome 
for granted. But let's say I take my kids over there. I would love to show them that. I would love to show them inside the Astrodome. I would, I, I would love for my children to be able to enjoy watching something in the Astrodome. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that would be the dream. It really would. It really would for anybody that's, like I say, not been lucky enough to attend the Astrodome, you know, when it was fully functioning and open. That's the dream for everybody, I think. It really is. Yeah, the, uh, even the thing about the Astrodome, I know you know this and everybody knows this, but they put real grass in there and it died. So they created... Uh, new grass. I looked it up. It was ChemStand, a division of this Monsanto chemical company, and they developed a material called ChemGrass. And the judge, the guy that owned the Astros, talked him into calling it AstroTurf. And everybody, mm -hmm. 35, 40, however many years it's been, it could be 60, people still call it AstroTurf. Which is amazing. You know, when I was in school in England, we used to go and play football. And football outside, if the fields were flooded, we went to the AstroTurf. That's what we called it, the AstroTurf. Now, I only found this out a couple of years ago. You've just quoted it, but that just blew me away. I was like, I was just telling everybody about that. They were like, oh, my God. Like, you know, it's just, it's just the history just goes on and on and on with that place, on and on and on. It's just got so much credit, you know. Um, some people know it and some people don't, but, you know, it just goes down so many routes, doesn't it? It's incredible. Yeah, it's, cool. kind, of, it's kind of like a Q-tip. This may sound weird to you, but Q-tip is a name brand. But no matter what kind of cotton swab or that everybody uses, they call it Q-tips, like Kleenex. So now they have all this different, kind of uh, new turf that is almost like grass but everybody still refers to it as astroturf so it's it's going to go on forever astroturf is yep. a name an item that will go down forever mm -hmm. exactly exactly so what i wanted to lead on to next to be honest is kind of i wanted to start at 2017 to be honest with you rob because in January 2017, the eighth wonder of the world, as we'll call it, became an antiquities landmark joining the Alamo. You know, so clearly people still care. You know, it's not like they want to get rid of it. They're not like, you know, wanting to wipe it out. It's an antiquities landmark now. You know, it's up there with the Alamo. I mean, we'll go into the Alamo another time, but yeah, that's, that's history. But it also meant that the Astrodome may longer may no longer be removed, altered, damaged, or excavated without permission from the commission. So it's obviously very, very serious. You know, you you you're going down the serious routes there of you know, you're going to have to go down a lot of channels before anything can be, you know, accepted and you know. Uh, put forward but I did read up that a hundred and five million dollar county approved plan to renovate and build and park it 
at the Relic was put on hold and it's uncertain if this will ever even be picked up again. And that was the most recent proposition. That was in 2018, I believe. Um, so it's not really clear now, even now, what's going to happen with it. And that's the last thing I could find about it. And it was basically, the idea was scrapped in 2019 um, by Lena Hildago. And she's the county judge of Harris County. And basically, other things came into play, you know, to do with uh, flooding control and bail reform. So obviously, more important things came along that could obviously serve the, the communities and the residents a lot more than the Astrodome. So it's something basically that needs to make fiscal sense, as it were. So I can understand it being put on hold. But basically, that's where it stands. We do not know. Um, Houstonians don't know. And the city of Houston doesn't know. And that's where we're up to right now. So You were talking about the $105 million plan. Hmm. Uh, what I saw, what I had read in a story that I posted on Sunday Strohs on the Twitter page is that they've already spent $8 million renovating it before they stopped. And yeah. $6 yeah. million of it was just like paperwork and mm. zoning and all this different kind of, uh, you know, stuff you need to do construction. And they, so, I mean, six out of the $8 million spent was not even actually doing any work. Which is just, you can understand why the county judges just said, you know, this is just not, it's just not viable. It's not, it's not correct. It's not right. It's not helping the community. It's not helping the residents. And I think fair play to the lady for that. I think, you know, it's, it's not, I mean, when you're talking those kind of figures and nothing's really being done, you understand why, you know, people get heated about it. Uh, and people get passionate about it, you know, because I think people want it done right, but they also realise the cost and the impact of doing all that. So it's I understand it. I mean, it's difficult for me out here, but I begin to, re, you know, research it, and I'm thinking, right, now I understand, you know, now I'm getting a bit more of a grasp as to why nothing's been done. And I found it fascinating. I'm going to say, Rob, you know, I found it really fascinating, this stuff, to go into detail of recent events with it because you go down other avenues of a of a city that for myself I really love and feel passionate about I'm actually learning quite a lot so it's another fun reason to start with this topic so, so what do we do that's what we had that's the question is right what are we going to do with the astronaut well this this is it yeah the question that we put out to twitter was you know, what What do you want doing in the Astrodome? You know, what do you think should be next? So I guess really, to be honest with you, Rob, I'm going to ask, what What do you want to do with it? You know, as, as a fan, what, what would you like to see happen with it? Well, I have four ideas, and some of them match uh, the people on Twitter. Uh, but one may not be a popular decision, but hear me out. We could tear it down. <laughs> You could tear it down because it's not being used. And like you said, $100 million, 
all right? $105 million to fix it up. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, so tear it down, make it a parking lot, but you could put the outline in the cement, like the, uh, like the infield. So when you park, you can say, oh, I'm, I'm parked on home plate or, you know, just like where the structure was. Just have it marked off, something like that. And the yeah. second, you mean to go through all of them or are you going to comment on what I say? Just go through all of them? You go through all of them, Rob. All right. The second one is probably a popular one and you would probably agree with this one. Fix it up. Fix it up where you can use it. They can have bowl games, which you're from England, but a bowl game is a college game that they play in December. You could have concerts, just like some people on Twitter. You could have monster trucks. You can have wrestling. Different. There's a lot of stuff you could do in a venue. We have a stadium in San Antonio, the Ash Video and we don't have a team they play college football there and that they have them once a year and then they have concerts uh, my third one is one that i really but it didn't quite win but make it a museum because people like you that come in from other countries or other cities it, they can come from the united states like go to the astrodome i may accidentally say alamo dome so forgive me if i do <laughs> go inside of it you can have a gift shop tours i mean you can have so much there and they could make money by giving tours they could fix up the uh the owner used to have an apartment there you know i don't know if you read about that but it would yeah. be cool to go to a fixed up but the parking lot could also be used for the texans game next door so fix it up and make it a museum. And the last one, this is the last one I thought of, and maybe the museum is my best answer, but the last one is make it a hotel. Use the structure that is in place and build the rooms around the field. I don't know how many rooms you could fit in it, but make, <laughs> it, make it a hotel where people could stay at when they go watch the Texans or just come to town and leave the field where it is. Leave the astroturf out there, the dirt, the bases, all that stuff. Leave it out there. And people, while they're staying there, they can go down and they can have a catch. They can play catch. They can play wiffle ball, whatever they want on the Astrodome field. That are, that's my four answer. See, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I, I like most of those. I think I just worry about the parking lot thing i just worry with it i mean if it if it's done with taste fair enough but you know you just hear the word parking lot and think oh no i mean i i'm i'm gonna say what my thought is and i mean my first thought and you touched upon it anyway and someone did mention this on the on the tweets as well which is a museum to the Houston Astros and obviously all the sporting events, all the livestock, rodeo, you know, Oilers, even some of the Astro World stuff thrown in there. Uh, personally, for me, like you mentioned, being British and I would be classed as a tourist as well, I would love that. I mean, I would absolutely love that. I would pay top dollar for that. You know, I think that would be phenomenal. Um, honest to God, I'd absolutely adore that. 
But other than that, I I don't really have any more ideas than that. It's a selfish idea, I understand, but I think it's one that people would want anyway. As I say, a lot of people mention this on Twitter. I mean, I'll go through some of the other ideas that I think people came out with on the Twitter uh, thread. And we had a hotel, which you mentioned. We had a convention centre. We had a family entertainment complex. We had a go-kart track. We even had a driving range with crazy golf. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that would appeal to the golfers, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, we had an indoor theme park, kind of like a, an indoor version of, you know, the whole Astroworld thing. Could mm. be interesting. Uh, indoor water park was pretty popular. That kept coming up again and again. Another unique idea, I don't know how permanent it would be, but a kennel, uh, an, an animal shelter. Again, I don't know how permanent that would be. Nice idea. Um, a casino complex with legal weed stores, which I thought was quite current. <laughs> um, but it had to include sports and gambling. And what I quite enjoyed was the person said, if it doesn't have any of these things, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, we then had Airbnb. Uh, again, kind of links into the whole hotel and the, the vibes you were talking about with the with the dirt still out there in the field. Um, yeah. Ice rink, like kind of like a winter wonderland sports kind of indoor area. Again, I don't know whether that would be seasonal, but again, pretty good idea. Um, rebuild it and bring it back to the Astros. I mean, that's kind of like a low-key second idea I'd like. Yeah. I would like that. I mean, I'm not going to deny it. Obviously, Minute Maid Park's all I've ever known. I love Minute Maid Park. It's there in my heart. But it could be quite interesting to see it rebuilt and revamped and bring it back to the Astros. I think that's quite a cool idea. Um, there was a really funny one, actually. This is probably one of my favourite. It was Leave It Alone to Rot. And in a thousand years, it will resemble the Colosseums of Rome. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is an eighth wonder of the world. Uh, exactly. You know, I was just like, that is, that probably is my favorite answer. Um, general one before, bring it back to the astro world, you know, just just revamp it and create a, a, an astro world there. Um, stadium for the XFL Roughnecks. That's quite an interesting idea, you know. That's quite an interesting idea. I thought that could be pretty, pretty feasible. Yeah. Um, this one was just to the point, and I just laughed out loud, which is just paint job. That was it. That was the tweet. Just, I'm... just a paint job. I thought, okay, I'll include it, but you know, you're not wrong. Paint job, okay. And then the others are just concerts and events venue which kind of is what it served as occasionally in the past but i guess it'd be a dedicated concert and events venue and as you mentioned monster trucks and you know we go back to the whole idea of it being a museum to houston astrodome astroworld oilers rodeos so it kind of comes full circle really but i mean i thought there was some pretty entertaining ideas in there you know how hot it is in Texas or in Houston. I really like that indoor water park idea. That really sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were um, a lot of people coming out with that one. I've got to say that was probably the most 
kind of quoted in a different way, you know, it was worded differently or whatever. And a lot of people were coming out with that idea. But as I say, you know, there's been some hilarious responses to it, um, but also some pretty clever ones. But I think for me, like I say, I just feel like the saddest one for me would be a parking lot. I really do. I, I can't see it, you know, being being a, a, a testament to to it, really. But that's just me, you know, that's just an opinion. But that would be the worst one, I think, for me personally. But that's what's interesting. Everyone's got an idea. It just proves how important and relevant today that the Astrodome still is. People want to do right by it. And everyone has an opinion on it. And I just think that is that is history in a nutshell. People are still interested and fascinated by it. The craziest thing when I was researching this Astrodome, and, it, and I don't understand it. I don't understand how it costs this much. But it costs 30 to $35 million to tear it down. So they're not going to tear it down. I don't know how much... I don't know how much taxes they have to pay on it or who's, I guess the people that live in Houston are paying taxes on the property. I have no idea, but how does it cost 35 million to tear something down? That's just amazing that it would cost that much. There was something I was reading about under the old um, plan of the County judge, the previous County judge, they did actually go as far as removing the asbestos from, from the structure. And, I know that ain't a cheap job, you know, if I base it on, on English money, it's uh, it's kind of like death money, really, you know, not that's a lot of people really like doing it, so uh, <laughs> I imagine that's a cost straight away, but I believe that's as far as they got in terms of actual, you know, um, structural work and renovation, and then it, it, it stopped. Um, so that I do know, but other than that, it's it's beyond beyond my knowledge really but as i say it's uh i guess a lot of it is just to do with the materials that you're dealing with and um the structure of it i'm gonna guess but it's an awful lot of money whatever way you turn it positive or negative it's an awful lot of money to be going into it you know really is it's a lot of money it's Way more money than you and I combined with probably 30 other people will make in mm-hmm. our life just to tear mm-hmm. it down. So it's, I yeah. think it's going to stay there forever. Like you said, it's a, a landmark. It's not going anywhere. But will they fix it up or not? That's the big question. And if they do, what are they going to do with it? It is. And like I say, it's, it, personally, I find it a fascinating question. I really do. Uh, like I say, we could talk about this in many, many episodes. But I know some people might not want to talk about that for hours i however could <laughs> but i know it's not everyone's forte but you know it, i thought it'd be an interesting topic to start off with to be honest i really did i just thought it'd be a good idea to start the topic off and the show off and our first episode off as as that personally you know well i enjoyed talking about it I will say this, though. There was a, an added note that I, I just thought that I'd mention. And uh, I'm not going to get too deep and obviously into it too heavily. There's a lot of problems going on at the moment. But um, 
George Floyd, a.k.a. Perry and Gentle Giant, born in 1973, raised in the Third Ward. He actually attended Jack Gates High School. He played basketball and football, and he actually led the team to the 1992 state championships played at the Astrodome. So I thought that would be a nice little reminder and memory of George Floyd because ultimately it comes full circle and the Astrodome 1992 state championships. So I thought that was just something worth mentioning in there. It's a very nice uh, touch to the end of the podcast there, buddy. I appreciate that. No problem. Well, that's it, folks. This is the first episode. It's over. Sunday Strohs, the debut. How'd you feel about that, Stevie? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just loving it. It's just such good fun. I just look forward to just doing so many more. I really do. It's something I've always wanted to do. It's just trying to find an opportunity on a person who's willing to, to work on it. You know, it takes a lot to to do the whole time difference thing you know we know that that's a problem i think that's another reason why the sundays work because the time difference works in both our favors so i just uh, really appreciate um your friendship and and the idea of doing this along with me rob to be honest you got it buddy i enjoy it looking forward to next week so we'll see you next week folks thanks for tuning in and remember if it's sunday it's time for Sunday Strohs. Mm-hmm.